but seriously, there's a tweet that I found the other day. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'll, I'll put it on Instagram. It is, I give every guy I date a three red flag rule. The rule is if I find three or more red flags, then I become colorblind for the remainder of our toxic relationship, oh which is so gosh. me because like, this is how bad I pick apart people. It's like in my last relationship, I ignored probably like 50 red flags because I was like in love with him. But like yeah. this new guy I'm dating and I'm single, it's like, mm, I just don't like the way this dude types. <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are so excited to be back today. Yes. Uh, Emily, why don't you tell us about last night? <laughs> about the date I went on? Yeah, the new guy. Even though like my therapist told me I should delete all my dating apps um, and not do, not do that at yeah. all. But um, I have to deliver the fresh content for you guys. That's literally the only reason I'm going on dates. It's you for guys content. are top priority in our lives. <laughs> fine you know screw my mental health it's fine it's fine um no I, I i met this dude on bumble uh and yeah it was really it was it was chill it was laid back um i don't know like i'm just in a weird phase right now yeah like, with dating um just trying to figure out like i'm trying to get back to being fun emily i feel Oh, we're going to get Fun Emily out on New Year's. Don't you even, don't you even worry. Fun Emily will be back. Yes. Along with Fun Hannah. Oh my God. Bad Hannah is my favorite person in the entire world. I love her to death. She is a delight in every experience, in every single way. She only comes out like every now and then. Like maybe three times a year. It's not often. Um, But when she does make an appearance, like it's a fun time. It's a blast. It's a blast. It's literally like if you've seen the movie Someone Great. Oh, gosh. (laughs) With Britney Snow's character Blair. Like when they're like, bad Blair, bad Blair. That is Hannah. That that is Hannah. I can relate to Blair. Trust me. And I I, I feel like I instigate it. I definitely. Um, Yeah. Just just a little little bit. bit. It's fine. (laughs) No, but no, it's my date last night. Yeah, we just went and got drinks. And then we went back to um to his place afterwards. He was nice. Um I don't know if it's gonna go anywhere. Yeah. Um, just because like uh I don't know, like I feel like I probably should take a break from, you know, dating just for my mental health and everything like that. Um, but yeah, it's also trying to balance, you know, dating and its podcast and making like like I said, like fresh content for this and everything. But I'm just, like, really enjoying, like, being single right now um, because I feel like – I honestly feel like I'm in, like, a transformation stage of my life. Like – Yes. I have gone into my cocoon. I am hibernating. I'm going (laughs) to – I'm going to come out. I want to come out and be a new version of me. Um, But also, like, getting back to where I was uh, this time last year, I was in a really good place, and so that's where I want to be at. And so right now, yeah, I'm just having fun. I'm just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, he was he was he was a swell guy. He was not a malnourished white boy like I'm oh, used God. to dating. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad he's eating. I I see I see the appeal to the dad bod now. Like okay. I, I see the appeal. It's very cozy, very cuddly. Um, yes. I'm not laying on a a, a pile of bones. <laughs> you're not getting some bone like shoved in your side and it's like actually like pretty comfortable like I, there's a little cushion i like it i dig it um and he was also um younger than me too he was uh 23 
uh, which nice. if you were friends with me or you know me personally, you know my past dating history like in depth, you know that, that it's not usually a, that's not a big deal for me. Yeah. Um, I've like dated guys who were 23, 22 yeah. before and I'm like 26. Um, that's interesting. I don't think I've ever dated someone younger than me other than like my ex who was like a month younger than me, but I just say we're the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the guys I date are like a little bit older. Well, I see like the last guy I dated, like the one I was just dating for three months, like mm-hmm. he was 30 years old. So he was yeah. older than me. So you've kind of, you have a good mix of like yeah. younger, the same age and older. I've never dated somebody. I think that was the exact same age as me. Yeah. No, that's a lie. That is a lie. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, I like dating younger guys because I don't know. I feel like they have more ambition still. Like they're not jaded from the world yet. Um, they don't hate adulting. No, but like they ha- they like have like so many aspirational goals. Yeah, and like they know what they want to do. But if you meet a guy who's thirty and still has these aspirational goals, it's like, okay, dude, you're thirty. Like, yeah, why have you not done anything and like also, with your like, life yet? A younger guy is is still like fr- like fresh out of like college exactly. and like fresh in the like workforce exactly. and so like they're so motivated yeah and so and so I, I i find like ambition and drive like that like super attractive and also like I, I don't know like when they're younger i'm definitely not the kind of person that likes being in like not control but like i like having the upper hand yeah and the relationship and like when they're like oh like i'm dating someone who's older than me like i'm dating an older girl like, but I, they but get, you also don't look older. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. you look still when young. I'm, I feel like when I am with guys that look older than me, like, it looks weird. Because even though, like, I'm 26, like, I don't look 26. Yeah. Like, I look like I'm still, like, 20, 20 23, 21, yeah. 22, yeah. Like, I still look, so, like. We get that a lot. <laughs> I look better, like, visually, like, and aesthetically, like, I look better with younger guys because, it looks like we're around the same age, whereas, like, if I'm dating somebody who's 30 and they, like, are haggard and have, like, wrinkles and, like, haggard. they've seen some shit, like, it doesn't look, it looks weird. Yeah. Um, he's also, like, 6'2", which is... That's, like, the second tall, that's, like, the second tall guy you've dated. Yeah. Right? Well, no, third. 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 Third, because I did date a guy, mm-hmm. like, briefly i don't know if you even classify this dating i don't know we'll call it dating yeah like he was six four and that was yeah. annoying because it, like, he was kidnapping me every time we walked side by side down the street yeah um most of the guys i've dated have been just a little bit taller than me but my ex was like six short three guys and a half, six, short four. kings i love them i love short kings yeah it was like, weird it was weird being so incredibly short nice like i wouldn't guy. i wouldn't date somebody who's under five seven low-key just because like then like i can't wear heels around you and i wear heels a lot you're such a heels person. I'm such a sneaker person. <laughs> We're exact Literally, I have on Fila sneakers right now. It's fine. But, like, I want to, like, I mean, unless they're chill, like, with being shorter than me in heels, like, it doesn't matter to me. But, like, I feel like some guys, like, do care about that. And I, I, I feel like I thought the same thing, but, like, I feel like guys really don't care. Like, some, yeah. Maybe some do. Yeah. It just, like, hurts their ego a little bit. But, like, I don't know. Like, I would rather my girl be looking hot in some heels than, like, walking around in some flats just to, like, be a little bit shorter. <laughs> like, you know. If you're wearing flats, you're not killing the game and you just need to go home, basically. Except for I wear, I wear flats <laughs> to the, the bar all the time. All the time. It's I fine. mean, like, logistically, they're more comfortable. Or so my like, heel I is, you. like, a little tiny chunk of a heel. <laughs> it's like a kitten heel. It's fine. Or you just wear, like, platform sandals. I do wear platform sandals. Yeah. I'm, I am that bitch. You are. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We all need them. <laughs> um, but no, like, yeah, he was 6'2". And, um, I mean, it was fine. 
Uh, I don't know if anything's going to come of it, to be completely honest. And I really hope I don't, he doesn't know about the podcast. I didn't tell him that. Yeah. We did talk about podcasts last night and I asked him what he listened to. And of course he didn't like listen to anything that I knew of. Um, it was like all like, you know, like Joe Rogan, like all the popular ones like yeah. that most guys listen to. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to bring up this podcast because I'm probably going to talk about you. So, um, but if he's listening, hi. <laughs> hey, hi. How are you doing? I, that's like, I, that's the thing I had to watch out for is that like this podcast, like, having this now and talking about like my dating experiences which i knew going into that that was what's going to happen i mean because that's the fun dynamic of it is that you are in a committed serious relationship and i'm the single one so like you're the bird flying solo (laughs) you're just chilling it's fine like a strawberry filling what (laughs) (laughs) what don't worry about it it's fine (laughs) If you know, if you know, though, let me know. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyways, so for today's episode, we are going to be talking about red flags, which speaking of, you know, dating again and getting into that, something that I definitely look out for. um, And I think that everybody needs to. And red flags are definitely different than deal breakers. Um, And I just want to like some people like. I feel yes. like usually get them mixed up. Please clarify because I was over here thinking we were talking about deal. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. sometimes it's like it's a little bit of a gray area. So I guess I tend to think of uh, if if you listen to the You Up podcast, um, they have a game that they usually play called Red Flag or Deal Breaker, and they will list certain things and they want to clarify if it's a red flag or a deal breaker. Deal breaker means like no, like you're that's the end of the relationship. Like no, like that's what you like cut it off for. A red flag. It's basically a small thing you notice in another person's behavior that could be sympathetic to a bigger problem. So sometimes it can be hard to pick up on because while it can be something they do, it can also be something that they don't do. Mm. Some are also worse than others and they don't always result in being a deal breaker. So it's just like, okay, like you do this one thing. I'm not, I don't want to end the relationship for that, but I'm, I'm going to keep my eye out now. I'm watch it's it. like a warning it sign. kind of like got on my nerves or like didn't settle yeah. well but like it could be it's not like i'm gonna break up with you over yeah that. it's yeah. just like no like you should pay attention to that because that could re- that could be like a deeper problem underneath that little thing that they're doing basically right. and so we're okay. gonna basically break down the different stages the different levels of different red flags because i think there are like levels and depths to them like there are some serious ones but then there are also some like mild picky ones that of course i have i know i was gonna say that's all <laughs> you because i'm here like you know i pick apart (laughs) i pick apart people like when i first start dating them like i am looking for the red flags because my rose colored glasses aren't on yet like i'm not like blinded by like the colors yet i'm not colorblind by the love (laughs) i'm not colorblind yet um (laughs) but seriously there's a tweet that i found the other day oh my gosh okay i'll put on instagram it is i give every guy i date a three red flag rule the rule is if i find three or more red flags then i become colorblind for the remainder of our toxic relationship which is so me because like this is how bad i pick apart people it's like in my last relationship i ignored probably like 50 red flags because i was like in love with him but like this new guy i'm dating and i'm single it's like "Mm, i just don't like the way this dude types (laughs) I just like the way this guy texts. So, like, that's where I'm at. Like, yeah. that's where I vary. You're on the two extremes. <laughs> like, my assessment of red flags. But we really wanted to break it down, like, to different levels for you guys. So you could see, like, we know whether or not, like, if it's something you should worry about. Because if you're picky like me, you probably shouldn't worry about some of these things. Or if you're just colorblind and you just, you know, choose to ignore all these. These are ones that, like, hey, you're noticing this. 
you probably should run. Um, So that's what we're going to be doing for you guys today. So first off, we have the mild red flags, which is basically like a Canadian flag, if you will. (laughs) It's like you had some white flag in there. You got some red on either side of it. So it's just something that like if you're just a picky bitch like me, you're going to notice. So basically like they're a Scorpio red flag. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just don't trust a Scorpio. a Taurus. Taurus, they're not bad. I've never dated a Taurus. I have. Oh. Bow. Oh. Ring. No, they are boring because they're such rule followers. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> At least I, the ones I've noticed. Yeah. They kinda, okay. Yeah. I've never dated a Scorpio. I have dated a Capricorn. Mm. Oh, I'm dating a Capricorn. Mm. Capricorn and Aries are not supposed to be no, together. No, they're not. God, no. Stay tuned. Gemini men, though. I love. Okay, so I love me some Gemini women. And oh, I know yeah. there's going to be people on here be like, why do you trust a Gemini? Like, how dare you? Gemini women are, I can fuck with. But it's Gemini men. It's like Leo men as well. Like, I'm a Leo. I love Leos. I love me fellow Leos. I love me fellow fire signs. But you get me around a Leo man, like my father. You guys, but <laughs> Oh my God. Love each other it's so much. It's just straight fire. And it's just like my mom's over here like the Libra, like... <laughs> when we were in Disney, me and your mom were like, huh, we're going to go over here now. <laughs> But I, I really want to do a whole episode on Zodiac. So I feel like we could I break am it for down. That. You know me. I'm I, all for Oh, that. yeah. I have a friend who's like, she's studied a lot about Zodiacs and everything. So I really want to bring her in yes, to like kind of talk it. about that and everything. I also think if they don't own any books. Red flag. I, that's, a, that's a mild one because it's like, mm, like, do you know how to read? <laughs> Hi, I'm Jared. I'm 19. I never fucking learned how to read. That's what I just think of. That's honestly what I think of. It doesn't mean, it just means like you're not like cultured and like. I love reading. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I picked up a book because my life is so hectic. No, but, yeah. Like, but I, like, I always have before. them by my bedside. Like, I love reading. You know how to read. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know how I would have got a master's degree if I didn't. <laughs> like, it's just worrisome a little bit. But no, like, my undergrad degree was in creative writing. So, like, clearly I wrote books. I like writing. I like right, reading. Yeah. So, like, it, it helps me a little bit. Um, also, green text bubbles. Um, oh, I don't fuck with that. I have so Mm. much Mm. experience with the Mm. green text bubbles no so much so that me and my boyfriend don't use texting we use an app app. (laughs) i need to know i need to know when he is typing you are that couple (laughs) you're that couple oh my god it wasn't even my idea is it it's called between i like it not a sponsor not a sponsor but you know (laughs) (laughs) we are so greedy for sponsors Some Look, I only started a podcast out. so I can make money. I'm kidding. <laughs> I we do. wouldn't have started no. it. We, <laughs> God, was, no. Yeah, but we don't even use the texting, which, like, I mean, I, it doesn't bother me as much. It's kind of annoying just because I would prefer it all to be blue. <laughs> it just means, like, you know, you're we're on, like, the same level. Oh, like, he is, like, not an Apple person, and it bothers me so much he's like i'm gonna convert you and i'm like no you're no. not if anyone's doing any converting it's me yeah we will have an apple tv there's Thank no you. point and it's just like i know there's gonna be so many people who are like well android's just better like blah, 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 blah. i think he has like a google phone like he doesn't even have android i don't even know what my, kind of phone. i like everything that's like i have apple tv apple computer I, I everything in my life is apple it would make no sense for me to have an android like, yeah. It would make no sense. Well, we know how to use them. Yeah. So I'm not going to learn a new interface. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like, really annoying. No, you're not, your camera quality is not better. Um, I'm sorry. You Point blank. Then that's really the only reason I care about an iPhone is the camera quality. And you can tell me that the Samsung Pixel Transformer Plus whatever 
thing it is. I don't care. No. Uh, fucking Selena Gomez's music video for uh, Lose, you to, um, Lose You to Love Me was shot on iPhone, so beat that, sis. Also Tangerine. Also so many other films. The Florida Project, I think. All shot on iPhones. So, yeah. Okay. Goodbye. I, know, we I don't are, see any we, films being shot on we Android. We argue about it all the time. I'm just like, you just, you just need to get an iPhone. Yes. Because then we could FaceTime. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Like, we can't even do that. No. So. Stupid. <laughs> What's, what what are some for you, though? Like, some mild red flags. Uh, when they don't let you share their food. <laughs> that has happened to me before. And, okay, so, so like, like... just fries or, like... Yeah, that's, oh. like, a big one. Oh. Like, we get... we Okay, so my boyfriend and I will often... Not often. Sometimes. Frequent at McDonald's. Okay. You know, you to, frequent. to get <laughs> some french fries. And, like, a drink. Because they have the best drinks. Tell me that they don't have the best drinks. They do. They have the best drinks. We go every time after a concert. And we do. We do. It's, like, our tradition. Yeah. But, and he lets me eat, like, all the fries. And and doesn't even, like, bitch about it. Oh, that's good. And I've been in relationships where, like, I eat a fry and it's like, don't touch my food. And I'm like, what the heck? I mean, that's me sometimes. I let you eat off my plate. It's me sometimes, though, because I just think of Joey from Friends. Like, oh, yeah. Joey doesn't share food. That's me. Like, I will eat off your plate, but how dare you? How dare you think that you are even allowed to this look at my food? not an equal playing field. No. <laughs> but no, like, I feel like, especially when it comes to fries, like, that's a very shareable food that you Yeah, should. if it was something like a, like a burger and I was super hungry and I didn't want you to, like, have a bite of it because a bite turns into, like, five bites, then, like, I get it. So, like, my mom... <laughs> That's what she does. But no, it's like, I feel like guys should anticipate, like, especially with stuff like that. Like, I mean, that's like one of our stereotypes. It's and like also, girls like, always... it's cute. Like, I just want a bite of your food. Give me a bite of your mac and cheese. Like, I don't know. Like, oh my God. It's cute. Or at least I think it's cute. Maybe I'm just really freaking weird. But, uh. I mean, the, my, and the, uh, one of my red flags is, and it should have, it should have been a tail, tail sign from the last guy I was dating. Is when oh they gosh. cut. Their pizza. pizza with a fork and knife. Who does that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But who does that? Psychopaths. Point blank. I mean. I yep. don't know. Like, it's just, it's like, why would you do that? Like, especially, like, if it's just, like, a simple pepperoni. If it's just, like, pepperoni. I could understand if it was, like, full of toppings, but I never eat pizza like that because I am too picky. Well, and, like, if it's falling apart, yeah. I get that. But, like, a piece of pepperoni pizza, like, come on. Well, some people are like, well, it's hot. I'm like, just wait for it to cool off. Just blow Like, the it. cheese is melting off. If you pick it up now, the cheese is going to fall off anyways. So just wait. Like, yeah. it's, it's not that hard. <laughs> Like, it's really not it's that still hard to be wait. hot when you put it in your mouth. Exactly. Whether or not you bite it or cut it. Like, do you really want to burn the flesh off the roof of your mouth? No, just have <laughs> fucking patience. Stop being a child. You're not a child. I'm sorry. If we go out to get pizza together and I see you doing that, I'm leaving. Next time, I am leaving. When it's I not was, just a mild red flag for me. It's a huge one now. I was going to say, this might be a dope breaker. <laughs> when I was little, though, you know, like... I choked on a piece of pizza. What? <laughs> yes. And like ever since that day, like when I was growing up, I really had a hard time I'm sorry chewing. To laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really had a hard time chewing. Like I would chew pieces of chicken for like a solid five minutes before I would swallow them because I was so nervous I was going to choke. Meanwhile, that I'm is over- acceptable to <laughs> cut your pizza for your children. Yeah, children. Exactly. If children. Are, not a 30 year old man. If you are 15 and up, you better be biting that pizza. I'm over here like, so I don't chew my macaroni and cheese. Like I just swallow. <laughs> 
coming from a speech pathologist, that is not good. You need to chew, Emily. I don't chew my food really well. You're going to aspirate mac and cheese. We're going to do an x-ray on you. You're going to have mac and cheese all up in your lungs. Oh, my gosh. Anywho. <laughs> Moral of the story, just bite your pizza. But make sure you chew. I Masticate. But, like, close your mouth. I don't want to hear it. Oh, like, I, I that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I was going to say. It's hearing, like, you someone chew their food. No. Mm-mm. I don't like mouth noises. Do you know how hard it is for me to edit this podcast? And I have to hear my <laughs> mouth sometimes, like, with the saliva in it. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> so, I can't listen to, like, those ASMR videos when people are, like, eating food. Oh, my God. That just, oh, it makes me want to, like, throw up in my mouth. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that <laughs> at all. All the things that made me want to throw up in my mouth um, are (laughs) when a guy still talks about his damn fraternity. Like, guys who, like, are graduated from college and, like, all they talk about, like, the college days. It's like, dude, we get it. You peaked in college. It's fine. But, like, move on with your life. Oh, my gosh. Broy dudes become broy dads. I swear to God. Like, that is a hard fact that I live by. And then they just have kids who they hope are in fraternities and then they just go to the frat parties. Like, they go to all the tailgates with the frat kids. And I'm like... You are an adult. What are I, you doing? I We both went to a party school. Uh, yours was in the mountains. Mine was at the beach. So mine was uh, probably a little bit more partier than yeah, yours was. Yeah, ours was like hidden in the woods party. Yours was like a hippie one. <laughs> like you went to a hippie school. Okay, but like half of the school was hippie. Half of the school was hippie. The other half was like either like athletes or fraternity, so yeah. party cows. Yeah, so like Greek um, life. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas mine, And then me. <laughs> Whereas mine, like, I was literally, like, 10 minutes away from the beach. Like, you would walk to the beach yeah. from my campus. So people were going to school, like, in their bathing suits with the cover-up on and everything. Nice. And, like, it was just, like, straight up, like, frat row, party central, like, behind our school. And I feel like where we live at now, uh, there are so many colleges that are here. Yeah. And there's, like, we, like, there's a huge college here that has a lot that's predominant greek life and i swear to god like i see them all the time i'm like nope no thank you when you can just tell yeah like you can tell when someone is part of greek life just because of how they like talk about it yeah or they always are wearing their letters and i'm like like, you have anything else in your wardrobe sir (laughs) it's like i don't like i don't i don't mind greek life but i like the grad school i'm at now like it's an arts conservatory so we like it's a straight-up art school. Like, no, no there, there's no one yeah. else there. Like, it's straight film, theater, dance, music, and design. It's like, just the arts. It's just the arts. We, like, literally do not care about anything else. So, like, there's, like, nothing that's related to, like, sports or Greek life anywhere nearby. Yeah. So when we venture out into the wild and go downtown <laughs> and mingle with the other colleges that are huge that are nearby, like, it's intense. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, just, it's just, like, not a culture shock, but it's just, like, different. Like, I just, I just know, like, when you, if you're a Greek guy, like, I just know what kind of person you are, and I just don't want to associate with you whatsoever and feel like shit the next day. Like, that's what I just would feel like I would feel like. Yeah. And then I know the guys that are still, like, they live in that mindset still after they graduate, and it's just like, dude, like, no. Yeah, like, I think like, it's go, fine if they go, can, like, let it go and, like, move on and move on with their life. Just but go when work they for keep your father. talking it's about fine. it, I'm like... Do you have anything else to talk about? Because I'm bored at yeah. this point. Yeah. Another one that sort of bothers me, and this happens, like, at the weirdest places, but, like, inappropriate language at inappropriate times. Interesting. Yes. Um, <laughs> as I sit across from you. <laughs> as you sit across from me. The gal of the the hour. Um, like, for instance, like... I don't do it, like, I don't feel like at, like, a funeral. I wouldn't, like... 
Fair, but like I've been to like a theme park before and like mm. the guy I was with was like cussing and there's kids behind me and like I work with children so I think it's a little bit more it like in the forefront that. of my mind yeah. when it happens whereas if I didn't I don't think I would really think about it um yeah, but I, I just feel like this day and age like and I I use I cuss sometimes too but like I try my best to only use it when I'm like really pissed off or if it, if I'm making a point and it just like flows <laughs> Like now I'm thinking about like I I I know that I do it a lot, but like if I'm like in a crowded place and like I notice it like if I'm like with like my parents or like family or whatever and there's people like near us like cussing, like I can I notice it more. Yeah. I'm just like, oh like this is like not the environment that I would be like and it's they're like saying it like explicitly loud and it's just like I don't, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just, I just don't talk that loud, um, even though I know I do. Well, and I feel like I feel like we're both good at, like, using it at appropriate times. Like, yeah. I'm not going to sit and cuss around my grandparents, no. like, at the dinner table. No. And, like, people do that. And that, like, really bothers me because I just feel like it's not respectful. And then also children are, children are so impressionable these days mm-hmm. that, like, they literally will come in saying things that their parents said that you think that they would never say. And you're just like. Oh, and then it just makes you think about mm-hmm. it. Like I don't know. I don't. Just, like, I don't ever do it me. around. I don't ever do it around my parents because trust me, my parents started listening to this podcast. <laughs> and, um, your dad. My dad was like, "Yeah, like you know." He didn't realize how much like I cussed, and he was just like, "You know, you don't have to do that." I was like, "But I'm not going to censor. My, I'm not going to censor myself for this podcast." Um, and yeah. I was like, "This is how I talk. Like this is how I talk around my friends, and I, this is like I wouldn't do it around like my family because they like they didn't know that I did that." And I was like, "Yeah," because like. It's just respect. Like, I wouldn't talk about, like, use that language around you guys because, yeah. like, it's just out of respect. But, like, around my friends and on here, like, yeah, no, I'm going to do that. Like, it's totally fine. Yeah. I didn't do it when I had uh, my YouTube channel because YouTube was so particular with sensitivity. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like with their ads, like, they would, if you used a lot of explicit language, they would demonetize, like, or, like, not promote your videos as much Um, when I had my YouTube channel. So that was that reason. But, yeah, like, when it comes to, like, my writing and everything, like, yeah, I'm not writing for cable television yeah you're not like, writing for kids and like yeah. it doesn't bother me i'm not writing cuss. for abc or nbc yeah, like none of my stuff yeah. would make it on their stuff like it's strictly like for like fx comedy central or like netflix and like yeah. hulu's kind of stuff yeah i guess it's more just like being with somebody who like that's all they say yeah and like sometimes it's fine and then sometimes it's just like okay like i get it yeah <laughs> like do you have anything else you have any other words in your vocabulary like come on <laughs> well yeah that's too like and but th- there's a whole thing i've read before um where there's sometimes, like, I know one reason why I do it is because saying, like, you know, that was really good doesn't exude the same amount of emotion as if I said that it's really fucking good. Yeah. Like, it's a different level to me. Yeah. And it's more authentic to me if I was to use language in that necessary sense. Um, Just for, like, me to feel authentic and express my words very well. And I know some people feel like, well, like, you know, like, if you use, like... I know a lot of people who have issues like with people with comedians. They're like, "Oh, well, like, you're cussing all the time. That means you're not really funny." It's like, no, like it's for a dramatic oh, yeah, effect. It adds to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's a reason I'm doing it. It's not. Inten- it's like there's an intentional reason to me yeah. saying this. But people things. that just like string it in like no, yeah. all the time, just like randomly, like it just doesn't have that same effect. Also, I read something somewhere I can't remember where that people who cuss 
are often smarter. Yeah, you know who wrote that? Somebody who cusses all the time. Really? Probably. I, I'm assuming. Oh, I, I, don't I see. Know. The, I see those studies all the time. And I'm like, but I'm like, yeah, like that's, okay. <laughs> so I guess we're all like, I'm a genius. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I'll take that. I'll take that title. <laughs> Obviously, we're the smartest people. I mean, I don't know, <laughs> but um, but I think I can. I think another couple like mild like red flags, like just like still on the Canadian level, <laughs> or someone that's like, easily apologetic. Mm. So basically, like, if you're Canadian, honestly, <laughs> me, I don't know. Like just like they say sorry like all the time. It's like no, like it's totally fine. Like the guy I was with last night, like we went to his place, yeah, and it was a mess. Like he had no, int- well, he had no intentions for going back to his place originally, and um. He was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's fine. Like, like you live here. You live here. I don't want to look at the museum anyways. Like, if it looked clean, that meant, like, you had intentions this entire time for yeah. me to come back to your place. Yeah. Like, that means, like, you weren't thinking that I was going to come back and hang out with you. Like, it's totally fine. Like, yeah. it means you live your life. I was going to say, also, like, how a messy house, this is so off track, but, like, a messy house to me is, like, not something to be ashamed of because, like, you live there. Like, you shouldn't, like, live in this space for visitors to come over yeah. maybe, like, once every blue moon. Yeah. Like, like no, it means, like... <laughs> it means you're, like, a normal person. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you're comfortable with people coming over and yeah. things like that. Like, it's not... You're not a psychopath. Like, I don't think, like, you're setting up to kill me or something like that. <laughs> we have disinfected there's, all of the surfaces. There's not, like, you know, tarps laying everywhere <laughs> and, you know... I'm not in Patrick Bateman's, like, house. <laughs> like, it's fine. Everything's, like, sparkling clean. Yeah, like, and that's like, when I would be worried. That's okay. when I'd be looking at like, okay, well, you had intentions to bring me back here, and that's a little suspicious. Yeah. Um, you yeah. were thinking something else was going to happen, I guess. Yeah. Um, But I think the last one that I – I don't have a problem with this, but I think it's one that a lot of people probably do, just because, like, I am very flirtatious, and I think some people don't – like it usually like when other people are flirtatious because to me what someone would think is flirtatious is probably just me being super kind yeah and i think there's a gray, a gray area with this one yeah like i don't know like i'm just nice like yeah like my boyfriend is very flirtatious but like not in a i'm seeking to like for this to go somewhere yeah. kind of flirtatious yeah. but he's just like super nice and like very charismatic and talks to freaking pole like he he's just kind of flirtatious i feel like i'm similar and i guess it bothers me more just because i'm the girlfriend in the situation <laughs> and i'm sure it bothers him because he's the boyfriend in the situation oh my god but like it's never like been like a, oh gotta break up with you because you're flirtatious mm-hmm. when yeah. real in reality you're just a nice person you just gotta bring it up to them and be like hey yeah. like like I, I, you're this way. I don't really. Like, can you just like calm it down a little bit? Like yeah. if you're with, if you're dating somebody, no. That then, yeah. Uh, someone told me that. Like, oh yeah, totally. Um. So some low tier red flags. This is basically like a like a pink flag. It's not necessarily a deal breaker, but I would definitely proceed with caution if I was to notice these. Yeah. Um. So for example, if they do cocaine, oh <laughs> or any kind of illegal, I substance. say it because it's happened and I've been there. That's the only reason that should have been a red flag. Should have walked away. Yes. But I didn't. Um, anyway, okay, now, you know, it's fine. Now, you know, um, they also don't laugh at your jokes. Um, I am a comedian. So if you do not laugh at my jokes, I take personal offense to that. Uh, yes. and I do not want to be around you. I'm sorry. You just, they got to get your sense of humor. Exactly. And if you, if we're not vibing, if you don't get that, like, it's, it's not going to work well, it's out. It's just going to be boring. Like, if you don't play off of each other. And, also, and, like, like rude. Jokes. Hello. I'm a delight. I'm hysterical. How dare you? <laughs> do you not laugh I'm offended personally. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. I think another thing is, too, this is something, like, I don't know. I guess, like, if they're cheap, 
like I've heard someone before say I don't date guys who do uh, who get to go boxes like on dates. Oh gosh. And like I thought about, I okay. thought about it. It makes sense because it's like at this the end of the day, like we go to a restaurant, we're like and we're parting ways, or we're going back to your place, like afterwards, and like you get to go box. That's fine. Okay. Yes. If we're bar hopping, you leave the food on the table. You don't take the, it like, with you. Like you really need food that badly. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Yeah. And it's just like okay, like this is weird. Like we're just carrying around this half eaten pizza. It's. Yeah, it's I think weird. if you were just like going back home, yeah, and you got a to-go box, then fine, because like that's lunch tomorrow. But yeah. like, if you're going bar hopping, like you said, like that's so weird. Like, what are they gonna do? Put it on the bar? Like, like, if, like, what? Like, go back to your car and put it in the car if you really want to desperately keep it. Have you but, had like, this happen to you twice? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> twice? What? Twice? So the first time was with the like the guys in love with like that guy. that guy yeah but like we weren't bar hopping afterwards like we got pizza and then we went to a movie theater across the street and we thought we could sneak it in for the movie but like they clearly could they saw it like they saw you come in with a pizza box yeah <laughs> well like it was a small one so oh, then we okay. tried to put it underneath my coat or whatever so because we, we were going to eat in the movie but like it didn't work so they let us put it behind the counter and then afterwards we went back to his place so that was like fine yeah that one's fine another guy I dated like it's the same guy who got up the pizza. Oh my gosh. He just has an issue with pizza, doesn't he? <laughs> we were like, we were bar hopping and then we went to a movie and then we got pizza and he wanted to continue bar hopping and he brought the pizza with us. I'm like, just fucking put the pizza. Just to, to like have a he snack. He asked if I wanted it. And I was like, no, like I don't like, I don't want it. Like I, I don't, what? <laughs> like, no, just like leave it. Like, or I don't know. Like. <laughs> I'm just like picturing you walking. Like, it just from looks bar stupid. To bar, carrying around like a freaking pizza like, box, carrying this pizza box around, and then just like placing it on the table while you order your drink. It's like, it's, it's just, just weird. It's just weird. Yeah, um, I feel like that. <laughs> that's a weird one. He's also the same kind of guy that lost the proper hygiene, um, which is another like low tier red flag for me. Yeah, um, I don't see. It's weird. I I don't want to sound vain. But I care about how a guy takes care of himself and how he presents himself. Because yeah. if you, like, if you dress, I don't like guys who just wear, like, cargo shorts and a t-shirt like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, that would, I would never date a guy like that. Like, if a guy takes time out of his, like, day to, like, get dressed, you know, take care. Like, I usually date guys who have beards. So, like, they take care of, like, like the facial hair. They, you know, they do something with their hair. They put effort into how they look. I'm attracted to that because that means you care about how you present yourself and you actually take care of yourself and no proper hygiene. You take a shower. You're a clean person. If you have dirt underneath your fingernails, do not touch me. I no, disgusting. I will vomit right there on the spot. No, (laughs) I don't like it. And I notice it now. And now that I've mentioned it, I probably, you're probably going to notice it too, but I I I probably will. It's just a pet peeve of mine. And I, I don't know, I because I know that I'm clean. I want you to be clean as well. Yeah, and I've no, dated yeah. guys, and I've gone back to their place, and like in the sink, there's like beard hairs. Ew. In the sink still, like from shaving, or like their bathroom is a mess. And I like go to the use of the bathroom, and I see that there's like a ring, like a dark ring, like in the toilet. And I'm like, dude, when was the last time you cleaned this? Like this is disgusting. There's not enough toilet paper. I'm like, did you know that a girl was going to come over? There is hair on the floor. The trash hasn't been taken out. There is a stench of weed and tobacco on the counter. There's sand in the carpet. I've dated guys like this, Hannah. Like. <laughs> I am slightly disappointed. The guy I was in love with, an undergrad. Oh my god! So, 
an undergrad, I go into I go into his apartment. Oh my gosh. One, the couch was from a dumpster. He got his couch from a dumpster. From a dumpster. How Anna. did he clean that? Febreze. He literally used Febreze. Did you ever sit on it? Yes. I slept over. His bed he found on the street. He got his mattress from the street and he used Febreze to clean it. And I slept in that bed. It was low-key a comfy bed. But still, there probably was HIV on that bed. We don't know what happened on this mattress. And yet I laid my body on it many, many times and was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. There was like... It literally smelled like dirty laundry and PBR sometimes. Ew. And there was like weed and tobacco like on the counter. And I just remember like I always would drive by his apartment. I was like, oh, you're the guys that have like the surfboards outside on the balcony. I was like, why do you all keep like your surfboards out there? Like someone could steal them. And he's like, oh, we don't want to track sand like through the, uh, through the apartment. And I'm like. How'd they get him to the balcony? Through the apartment? No, like on the like like the front part, oh, like people like the front entrance because like it was, the, the apartment doors like were outside. But still, I'm like, you're worried about sand getting in your carpet, and your couch is from a dumpster, and you got beer bottles and marijuana. Did they line them on top of the counter? No. Oh my gosh, they people weren't that kind of guy. But still, that. they just didn't know how to clean up themselves, and I'm like. Why am I in love with this rose-colored glasses? Why am I in love with this pathetic white boy? <laughs> the rose-colored glasses. The rose they were on. They real. were on. And I'm just like, I, and he would give me shit for my apartment. I'm like, oh I don't want to ever hear you complain about my place ever again because you have no right to, sir. Like it. Mm, yeah. Mm. So that is where it all started was, and I mean, when he moved, he finally got a new couch that had not, you know, been in a dumpster. Um, yeah. I, 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 I digress. Moral of the story, you just need to have good hygiene. Just get, and go like, to fucking Ikea clean. and buy a couch and, wa- and take a bath and buy a Swiffer and Lysol. That's, that's fine. That's just, just, just make sure that you, <laughs> oh my God, I know you're not living with your mom anymore, guys, but still like, God, it's. I swear to God, I feel like a mom sometimes when I'm dating some of these guys because, like, they just don't know how to take care of themselves, and it's pathetic and sad, and I'm just... Oh, my I, gosh. That reminds me. When I was dating my ex, he lived in a house with two other guys and two dogs, and um, the the uh, family who owned the house was one of the guy's moms, and she literally texted me and was like, hey, would you um be interested in cleaning the boy's house? I'll pay you, like, $300 to clean... Um, the house was a disaster. The was only room that was clean was my ex's. No, I didn't even do it. Oh. But I, but when I went over there, guess what I ended up doing? Cleaning. Cleaning. I would have like, the $300 would have made me debate doing it just because I'm desperate Well, I had money. another job, so I was like, meh, I don't really want to do this. $300. I know. I'm cheap. But though. their dogs mm-hmm. shed so bad that like, you, oh, yeah. you had to like vacuum like three or four times to get off the stairs. Yeah. But I was like. Like, they would leave dishes piled up, and that is a pet peeve of mine. Like, clean oh. up your dishes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, the last guy I was dating, like, like the one that I was, like, in love with, um, like, he was clean. Like, yeah. he, he was, like, there was some messiness, and I can excuse that, like, you know, because, like, you live your life. Like, it's yeah. fine. But his kitchen, when he lived with this one guy... And, like, the grand, like, his roommate, like, was not a clean person. So, like, the mess was his mess. But I'm like, you're just going to let it be messy? Like, 
I get that you want him to clean it up, but you should know he's not going to fucking clean it up. So can you just do it? Like I open the fridge and it smells disgusting because there's like probably old milk in there. And I'm like, and I'm like, you, there's dishes in here. Like, do you know how hard it is just to take a washcloth, a wet washcloth, and wipe down your stove from all the stains, like from cooking and stuff like that? Like, yeah. it's not hard. No. There were so many times I'm like, oh my God. Like, you know, did your moms never teach you, uh, like, no, about they Lysol? Did. They did. They just, they're just too sorry to do it themselves. Like, it's just, they just want someone to do it for them. Yeah. I dated, and there was one guy I, I briefly dated for two weeks, and like, I went over to his house and it was clean. Homeboy owned a hair dryer. And that was like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was gonna say wife him up. Like that was like <laughs> that was like a turning point for me. I was like, oh my god! So they do know what to do. It just you know they exist. Yeah, and it just you, if you think like it's gonna be get better like with age, no, it doesn't. Because a thirty year old was the one who had beard hairs all in his sink. That's so disgusting. Yeah. So I mean, it, it doesn't matter with age. It doesn't matter. It just matters that they you know care enough. Yeah, uh, I, think I think that's what it what it uh, boils down to is like, do they care enough to make themselves look presentable? Also, because I think that's a big thing for us women is yeah. that like we like to present ourselves as yeah. clean and yeah. nice and yeah so we want someone to meet us at that same level yeah it just shows me that you're you know you you, you take pride and yeah um, and i don't think it's vain at all because like i mean it, it, sh- it shows a sense of professionalism yeah exactly um something that's not professional is if you only talk to me on snapchat <laughs> i cannot stand that text me like a normal human being like I'm sorry, if you're only hitting me up on Snapchat, I'm not in college. Like, I mean, I am, but, like, I'm not, like, a 21-year-old. Yeah. Like, just text me. Like, how hard is it? You just want, you don't want these messages to, like, you just want them to go away after 24 hours. That's what it comes down to. You don't want proof. You don't want a trail of messages. Yeah. You know, you don't want receipts. And that's fishy to me. And that's why it's a red flag. Like, that's mm. just weird to me. I mean, because honestly, like, if you're texting me, like, I have proof. I have this receipts. I can drag you out. But, like, if it's only on Snapchat, I can't take screenshots of it because you'll see that I take screenshots of it. And, like, on text messages, <laughs> you can't see that. So, like, Instagram is completely different because I can take screenshots and then it doesn't go away. But if you're only... But then it, also, if they only talk to you on Snapchat, they could be like, uh-huh. I don't know what she's talking about. Like... Like, I've never talked to her. Exactly. It's like, if you have my number, just have you the... You better op- use it. Just, just text me yeah it's not that hard it's the same thing i don't know you're and because it's like sending message like sending photos on snapchat is completely different than texting on snapchat i hate texting on snapchat i don't mind sending you photos and talking that way yeah but like also text me it's not that hard i think also like a, a, a mild red flag and we don't have to get too into this because it's something that you know is a bigger issue i think um like someone who is probably uh has a troubled past that you don't get to know about uh mm. Like, if they get a letter from Homeland Security, um, and I say that because that's because happened. it's happened to you. <laughs> on the first, Not you, but the, no, the person. On the first date with the guy I was in love with. First date. The first thing he says to me is, have you ever got a letter from Homeland Security? And I'm like, no. Why do you ask? Like, am I on a date with Ted Bundy right now? Like, what's going on? He, like, used to sell fake IDs and, like, got caught for it, basically. He sounds like a winner. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing, Hannah. I don't know either. I don't know. The more the more we talk, I the more we uncover. School. I heard you were med in med school, school and, and he I was cute money. and he came back for you. <laughs> yes, and I thought money, money. financial money. security, health insurance. That is what I saw. Sign me up. Rose colored glasses on. <laughs> I was just in it for the health insurance, honestly. It's fine, I mean. I think also if they had the same last name as you, we know someone that is 
Oh, well, I'm looking right at you. Oh, at me? Yeah, okay, because <laughs> your boyfriend had My your boyfriend mom's- has my mom's maiden name. So, like, we already made sure we weren't related. <laughs> like, we're good. But it's going to be really, really confusing if that ever turns into anything. <laughs> it's just. Oh, well, I just think about also, like, too, they have the same first like name. Like, my as grandparents' you. last name is his last name. So weird. That's wild. That's weird. It's gonna be weird. It's, it's like gonna a, be really confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I just think of um, if they had also the first, the first, same first name as you, like Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner when they did it. If they got married, they'd both be Taylor Lautner. I think I like put that as a Facebook status when I was in like <laughs> high school. Like you know, you have like that time hop that shows you their yeah. statuses that you put when you were like a child. Oh, I deleted that. I oh deleted my time hop because I didn't want to like resurface memories of me and my exes. Like I didn't want to know. Like, oh yeah, this time last year I was happy. Yeah, sometimes those <laughs> pop up and I'm just like meh. But then like the ones from ten years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm like putting Facebook statuses about the guy I'm dating right now, and I'm like, this is weird. Oh my god. Well, oh, that is weird. Yeah, because a whole decade, because you guys met at the beginning of the I decade, know. broke up, and now you're back together at the end of this decade. It's a full circle, guys. It's fine. It is. It's fine. I think the last low-tier red flag that I have is a serial monogamy. Mm. I mean, our friend here, mm-hmm. she's a, <laughs> she's got some experience Look. with that one. <laughs> Look, it just boils down to um, an issue that I have self-diagnosed myself with. Um, I just don't want to be alone, okay? And that's all it is. And I just, I don't know, dating is fun for me. And I don't want to ever get in that place where I am just so jaded and cynical. Yeah. And I don't want to ever date again. Like That's just not me. I like meeting new people. Now, I'm not like going from a serious relationship to serious relationship. That's what I was going to say. Yours is, yours is different because you're not, like, dating someone for two years and then dating someone again for another year. And, then, and not taking a break in between Yeah, that. you're you're just... Yeah. Because I know dating. That's happened. I know... We both know somebody that's happened to where, like, she was dating somebody for a long period of time and then literally, like, didn't skip a beat. Like, yeah. she already was talking to somebody else before she dumped this guy and then she got into that new relationship and it happened again. And I was like, bruh. Like, are you... You don't... I, who are you? Haven't been single since you were sixteen. Do you know who you are as a person? Yeah. Like I know who I am as a person, so that's why I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. But like, I like going on dates. I like meeting new people. What's well, fun? It's fun, and um, I have no problem being alone. Um, I just prefer prefer to not be not be because like that's boring sometimes. Well, and you grew up as an only child yeah. too, so I think like you've had you've had the time to be alone. Yeah, I mean, I was single for eight years. Like I wasn't going on dates i wasn't seeing anybody like for like six or eight years something like that um all of undergrad and then two years after undergrad basically um so i mean i i know who i am alone i just you know i didn't have a hoe phase and i want to have a hoe phase basically i didn't have a hoe phase (laughs) so now we're in that i love that i just like you know like everybody's like oh my god emily always has a new guy like no it's not a new guy it's just like i gone on another date like with somebody else i just well that's how you find your person yeah like you you don't just like they don't just appear. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you have to put yourself out there. And, and I don't like when people are like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're going out with somebody else. Like, I know I'm, I pick on you sometimes, but, like, it's never from, like, no. a bad place. But, like, when people are, like, legit, like, I can't believe you're going out with somebody else, I'm like, how the heck do you expect me to find the person that I'm going to spend exactly. the rest of my life with? Exactly. I'm, I'm sitting find- on my ass watching Shameless. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love Shameless. That's what <laughs> I'm currently no. watching. <laughs> but, no, like, I no, it's a, that's exactly how it is. And it's just, like, I... How do I describe it? Like, I 
I, I view first dates as like auditions and like yeah it's rehearsal like it's just like well like you know you know you people say that like i'm bad at first dates well i mean you're not gonna ever get good at them unless you go on many of them right and then yeah. it makes for good stories like that's the whole thing that i kind of go into the mindset of like it's just gonna be another good story out of it hopefully yeah um absolutely. and who knows i might have a great time might meet a new friend even if it doesn't work out so some mid-tier red flags a ruby flag if you will uh these are probably ones that are harder to overcome or talk about so you should definitely tread lightly uh and definitely be on um red alert i would say for sure so if they like say certain things like i love you very very early on like i'm talking you've just been dating for like three weeks and they're already saying i love you that happened to me (laughs) with with my ex see (laughs) Exhibit A. We went on like three dates my senior year of high school and he was like, I love you. And I was like, what the Mm. heck? I was like, I can't date you anymore. I'm still in love with my ex. You know, that like (laughs) that like classic line that everybody uses in high school. Yeah, that's what I used on him. And then we started dating again and look how look how that ended. Should have known. Should have known. A mid tier red flag. Yeah. I didn't take it. You didn't tread lightly. No. I I mean, I I I was dating I was seeing the guy for two weeks. Two two, three weeks, something like that. And he was talking about how like, you know, Let's just like move to like Arizona and like get married on the side of a mountain. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know your middle name. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but next. I, I don't like what? Like, I just, we just, hi, hello, we just met. Um, I know we're good. I'm good. Uh, I mean, you're hot, so like, low key, like, yeah. Okay, but, <laughs> but like, also, who also, are you? like, what is your zodiac? I'm sorry, sir. I need to know your birth time so I can pull up your entire chart. It's fine. Oh my goodness. I think also guys who don't show emotion or cry is weird. Like, that's weird. You don't, like, you don't cry. Like, I've seen, granted, I've only seen a handful of guys cry, but, like, if you have an issue with that, like, mm, there's a, there's something deeper there. Like, you have some, like, fucked up issues, like, in your past, like, in your childhood or something like that. Like, you, that's just, like... It goes on to that, like, toxic male masculinity kind of issue where it's just, like, you were probably taught, like, not to show emotions and that's not healthy and you need to get that fixed um, professionally. Like, I'm not going to diagnose you. I'm not going to be your therapist to help you fix that. No. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Because you clearly just don't know how to deal with emotions and deal with your own emotions. And that's worrisome because that means when it comes to something serious or you guys get in a fight that it's probably not going to work out. No. They're probably going to gaslight you. They're probably going to, you know, call you crazy. That's another thing, too. If they talk about their exes a lot and they – that's – if they talk about their exes a lot early on, that means they're probably not over their ex. Yeah. I would say – I mean, that's something that I definitely try to, like, not do um, because I know that part of me, like, still has, like, some issues built up with my ex. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm still not – I'm not, like, in love with him still or anything like that. But, like – I always pay attention to see if they if they talk about like past relationships very early on. That's something to definitely look um, out for. I, if they talk about future plans early on, like getting married or like, oh, like you know, like we should like definitely like you know go to this concert yeah, or something or like, like that. Or like, we should go on this certain date or whatever. It's like, mm, but are you actually going to follow through with that? Like we've only been seeing each other for a couple weeks now. Right. You're already trying to make these like exclusive plans. I'm not talking like. Going on a trip out of the country. But, but like, like, just, like, many things like that. It's, like, okay. Like, it's flattering. It's also, I feel like, love bombing in the same way. And that's definitely something you have to, like, keep out for. And if you don't know what love bombing is, it basically is meaning, like, it's a way of manipulation for someone to shower you with affection. And so that they kind of, you know, 
you believe in them and you they kind of get you on like their side that way later on they can gaslight you and then like call you crazy essentially it's a huge issue that I've been like trying to like read more about and trying to understand and I think it's definitely a topic that we could go further into but essentially like yeah like it's just somebody showering you with emotion showering you with um kindness and everything and then at the last minute they kind of pull the rug out from underneath you and say like they're gaslighting you and call you crazy and all that stuff too which is a whole other thing we're going to eventually get into um yeah think guys who also don't open up to you going back to the emotions thing uh if they i now this is something like i personally like have to deal with myself i don't open up to people very easily early on i think one this podcast has helped with that uh but i do tell people like hey i have issues like with intimacy and vulnerability like i let them know this is a problem i have but like i eventually get there so they're aware of it and they're not just like hmm she doesn't ever talk about herself a lot like what's going on with that like i'm very upfront and honest about it because i'm self-aware and i think that more people should probably be like that with especially with all these mid-tier red flags it's just Mm -hmm. something that requires people like opening up more about and just being truthful with i think early on relationships um yeah it's really hard to date somebody that doesn't open up to you like speaking from experience like because they'll act like something is wrong and then you ask them like what's up or like when you're ready to talk about it and then like they don't ever really talk about it and then like shit hits the fan because you're irritated with them because they keep like acting this way or like putting this like I don't know like negative energy out into Mm -hmm. the relationship Mm -hmm. and then it gets you start to blame yourself because you feel like it's something that you did and it's just like very it's very hard to be on the receiving end of that from experience i mean i know that sometimes i don't open up like right away but like yeah i mean if you open up right away then you're just like dumping all this information yeah that's a a little that's a little too much but like as you become more serious like you should feel like you can get to a point like that point with somebody but yeah um i think also they don't one thing that's big for me and going back to why i date younger guys um if they don't have drive or ambition or like hobbies that's a red flag for me because it's like I'm going to become, like, your priority then. I don't want to be your first priority. I want you to be your first priority. You should focus on yourself. Like, you have a whole life outside of me. I don't want you, like... And granted, like, I do have an anxious attachment style So sometimes. So, like, ideally, like, somebody who is also, like, super needy in that kind of way would be my ideal fit. But that's unfortunately not what I'm attracted to. Yeah. So I I, I don't want you to become, like, a super obsessed and, like, want to hang out with me all the time. Because it's, like, I'm going to let you down, like, so fast then. Because I have so much going on. And I do so much. And I have hobbies. And I have a drive and ambition. And if you can't match me there, it's just not attractive to me. Like, that was one reason why I dated a guy who was in med school. Because, like, he had such a serious drive and ambition like it was attractive yeah and i've dated guys who don't like and they're just like you know like it's whatever and i'm like no no because like, like we both have so much drive like like i I'm, need you to match me where i am yeah like i'm not gonna no like i don't want you sitting at home like doing nothing like that's just boring and then like if you don't have hobbies then like like what do you do for fun like yeah, i know <laughs> like I, I don't it's just weird to me yeah. like and I don't want to become your hobby. That's the thing. And I feel like I'm going to. That's too to. much pressure. That's too much pressure in the relationship for you to be the hobby and the first priority. And yeah, like the reason that they do things like, yeah, it's too much. It's a, it's a lot. And then also, um, I think this is mid tier. It's not a serious one because you can't fault somebody for this, but if they've never been in love before. 
Yeah. It's something that I still, I say, tread lightly and look out for because especially if you have, they, I mean, like the person's not going to know, like, especially when they're older, like they're not going to know like what being in love is like. And then it's hard to tell, especially if they've been jaded before, I think too. I mean, the guy I was dating, like he had never been in love with before. And I was like, mm. well, like you had a, like a fucked up childhood. And so like, you've never seen a proper like relationship. So, like, that's weird, and you're just going to reflect that on me, and then it's just never going to go anywhere. That's why I say it, because this it, it could be just a serious, toxic relationship to where there's a, there's something deeper behind that reasoning why they've never been in love. Um, or it could be the fact that, you know, like, they're innocent, and, like, this is, like, their first serious relationship, and it's just, like, they don't know what to do. Because it's, like, I've never been in a serious relationship. Like, that's longer than yeah. six months. Uh, but I've still been in love before. It was unreciprocated. So, like, I... That's one reason why I don't date, like, I'm not in healthy relationships. Like, I usually date guys who are fuckboys because I've never been in a long-term relationship with somebody who loved me back to base my relationships off of. And that's something that I have to work on, but I'm aware of that. Yeah. And if somebody has not been in love and they're not aware of that, that could be something that leads to something that's um, bigger and yeah. a bigger issue to talk about. And so... To get to the serious red flags, these are all the sirens, all the lights flashing, like, you better run, bitch, run. Like, yes. it is, it's time to go. Like, <laughs> Dip out. It, like, you need to pack your bags out. and get the fuck out of town. Like, I talked about love bombing, so that rushing intimacy, like, very quickly, that's probably a sign that they're a fuckboy. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest, like, they have yeah. no expectations in seeing you, like, long term, I think. And one thing I always think about, too, it's, and this goes for, like, you know, when it comes to a girl rushing intimacy with a guy it's not that the woman doesn't like it's what ali wong said i'm just gonna steal this from her real quick it's not that the woman doesn't uh respect herself it's that she doesn't respect you meaning they don't see you as marriage material yeah so if a girl sleep with you early on like they don't they don't they don't want to they don't want to have a future with you if they're like rushing that kind of part of it they don't have a future with you if they're rushing opening up and like dumping all that stuff on you that's a serious red flag i think they're like you know just like you become their therapist essentially no 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 i don't have time for that i'm not getting paid enough for that like i will listen to you all day but i cannot fix you no i have accepted that i you are you working have. on it. You are so close. <laughs> You're working, working on, on it. it. I'm in mid-transformation mode right you now. Are, so uh, I'll also, and I'll preach this to the day I die. If, they're, if they say that their exes are crazy, it is not their exes. It's them. And you better get the fuck out of there <laughs> immediately. I swear to God, if another guy I date says, oh, my ex was like, like weird or she was crazy. She was insane. I'm leaving. Like, what did you do to make her crazy? You did something. It's because it's not just you. If you're, if this is a repeated trend, like my ex, if this is a repeated trend, it's not just because you're dating the same type of girl. It's something that you're doing that's making them that way. Like, you yep. need to figure out that you're, you're the common denominator in this equation. And you gotta, we gotta subtract you out of this because <laughs> you're the issue, not me. And it's like reassuring. Like, I dated a guy, like he, when he said like his exes were crazy and like he gave valid reasons. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, like, he never said the word crazy. It was my interpretation. I was like, oh, no, that is kind of weird. That's kind of crazy. And then I'm out of the situation. And I'm just like, no, nah, they probably had every right to think that certain way. And it was something he did that made him think that way. And now we're all just on the same level. Now we're on the same page. I sympathize with those women now. Uh, so that's just something like, you know, I'm withdrawing from. If you got issues, 
like with your mother if you have a bad relationship <laughs> with your mom i'm telling you Bye. because i dated two guys back to back who you had did. who they're like oh like, they had an issue with their mom and i'm like i'm like no do not put your mommy issues on to me i am not doing that that is a serious red flag because you could be a terrific guy and your mom left you or like you're not close with your mom and like you're not like in a healthy relationship three guys actually the first guy I ever dated was so rude to his mom he called his mom a bitch one time on the phone and i was like that should have been a red red flag right there that he was gonna be out to be a manipulator and abuser and all that kind of stuff but yeah, like, if you don't say anything good about your mom, you say that she's a psycho or, like, she's controlling. And, like, even if she did leave you, like, I get that. I, I get that. But you also have done nothing to, like, go to therapy to, like, fix your mommy issues. No, again, do not put that all on me. I'm yeah. not your therapist. I'm not going to take care of you in that way. So please don't put that on me. And, like, one of the guys, like, he notoriously dated girls that were older than him. And I should have known, like, you have mommy issues. And it's just like, I, you just, that you need to seek professional help for that. And if you're not doing that, then you're not self-aware of your problems. And that is an issue all right there. Go off, <laughs> sis. <laughs> what about you, though? What, like, are there serious red flags for you? Uh, when none of their friends know about you? Yeah. I think, like, anything to do with friends. Like, either... You don't like their friends or they don't like your friends or, or your, your fr- friends don't like them. Yeah. Like anything I definitely like think, that. I definitely think like your friends should definitely be your guide, especially early on because you probably do have the rose color glasses on and yeah. they don't. So they can see all the colors. They can see all the red flags. Um, yeah. If you're, if no one knows about you, they're, in, they're keeping you a secret. That's not good. They're probably married. They have a girlfriend, something like that. Like it's not good. They're keeping you a secret. Like yeah. if no one knows about you, but all your friends know about them, that's not good. Yeah. Um, and I think also, too, it's really hard for girls, I think, to listen to their friends when their friends say they don't like a guy. Or sometimes it's hard for your friend, like, as a friend, to speak up and be like... Because you see how happy that person is and you, like, don't want to Like, I have one friend. person. Hannah is a great friend because she knows exactly how I am when it comes to relationships. I'm the kind of person, like, you could tell me that this is a toxic relationship. I'm going to have to figure it out for myself, though, because I'm stubborn, I'm a Leo, I'm hard-headed, and Hannah's aware of that. We have one friend. She's a Virgo. And she, she'll she be like, you're not in love. You're just, like, obsessed with this person. Like, you, like, no. Like, you like this is not a good person to be with. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. You, yeah. you haven't met them. You haven't been around them. It's whatever. And I should listen to her more because she's right. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's just hard and I it's think, hard to hear it from somebody that you like care about and they like say it because who they mean loves well. you yeah like they're not trying to like i don't know like ruin it for you they they mm. really do have like your best interests at heart like this one person like i know like she means well with it and it's and like, sometimes it's just like how how you say it mm-hmm. um like she's just it's her way of saying but like i know no one else is going to tell you this so i'm it's i'm, I'm gonna take the the blunt of the hit for it and just be like no i don't think you should be with this person i don't like them i don't think they're a good fit for you and looking back it's like oh no she was right and just it's really hard to admit that sometimes yeah i think because sometimes they aren't right yeah like i don't know like so it it kind of boils down to like you have to be the one in the end to make that decision mm-hmm. um but also like take into account like what your friends and family say about them yeah because at least listen there were times where like i was like i know we both experienced this like i there was a guy that i was dating in undergrad and he like everybody saw him as like 
this character that he portrayed himself as, but I saw him for who like, he kind of, I saw him differently behind closed doors. Like who he was around friends was completely different behind closed doors. He was a lot more emotional. He was a lot more intact with his emotions. We were a lot more intimate and like, we like shared a lot of deep secrets to each other and like, we're very expressive in that way. And that he wasn't that way. He was like this party goer, this outgoing guy, this charismatic, like fun dude around like all of our friends. And it was just, I told people like, well, you don't know him like I do. Like you don't. And so, yes, that is true. Like, behind closed doors, your friends may not know who they are. It could be a completely different person, and you could be completely right. But also, how they respect you in public also says a lot. And sometimes you don't get to see that because, I mean, like, you don't see who they are when you're not around. Yeah. And your friends, again, they're not blinded by this image that you have this person in your head of who this person is or who they could be. And so like your friends are going to be able to like see those red flags better than you are because you're, they're not blinded by it. Um, this image, I think also, um, when their words and actions don't add up, that is something else that should be looked at. Um, and I say, this one's definitely, I think, harder because you do. I mean, you have like the stereotypical, you have the stereotypical like fuck boy who is saying all these great things and then just not showing up for you. Like they're texting you like, oh, like oh, you're amazing, blah 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 blah, of you and like you're beautiful, blah 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 blah. And, but then like, you know, they hit you up eleven o'clock at night, or they don't show up for you, or like you never see them, or, or like they cancel, or, or they see you. You only or... see them like once a month, yeah, and it's always like at eleven o'clock at night. And you, they, you, they all, you always had to go over to their place. Like they never come over to yours. If you're not seeing those red flags, I can't help you. It's when they are manipulative and are more on the lines of what I've experienced. I feel like where like their actions are better than their words, and it's just like, oh, like why, like what, like I'm so confused. And if you are left in that state of confusion, that should be a red flag in itself. Like, you yeah. should not be confused no. how somebody feels about you. If someone you. truly loves you and wants to be with you, you they're not going to give you any reason to be confused. I feel like, like their words and their yeah. actions will add up. Yeah. They're not going to sit there and play with your mind. They're not going to sit there and play with your feelings because they care about you. And, like, I think that nowadays women and men, they just accept whatever kind of love is given to them because, like, they don't want to be alone. Literally, a guy could text me, good morning, beautiful, and the the bar is that low. Yeah, so, like, like, <laughs> so like I just think it's a matter of, like, knowing that you deserve more and knowing that there there is someone out there who will give you more. Yeah, and it's just about, like, raising your standards because, I, I, like you said, like, the bar is set so low for guys nowadays that, I mean, like, just a simple, like, check-in with them could be, I mean, the world, and it's like, mm, I'm asking for, like, the basic human decency to talk to you. You really got to raise the bar for that person. Yeah. And, um, I mean, that goes with struggling with emotionally, too. And if they are telling you the truth all the time. I mean, because that's something like, you feel like you dealt with, like, with, with half-truths. Yeah. Um, with people, like, not. Like, I don't even know, like, telling me one thing and then. Not following not through. Not following through. And, like. With the guy that I dated for a really long time, like, he always blamed everything on, like, I'm going through so much and, like, I'm I'm trying to do all these things. Like, you're the one steady thing in my life and, like, kind of placing it, like, back on me that, like, mm-hmm. like if I chose to leave him, then, like, he wouldn't be able to do all these things. And then I was supposed to be the one to, like, be there at the end of the day. And I'm like, you're putting a lot mm-hmm. on me, but you're mm-hmm. also not telling me the full truth of, like, what's going on. Because mm-hmm. obviously something's going on and you're just mm-hmm. not – owning up to it Mm 
um, and then, like, turning it around on me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I've just had, like, really weird experiences with, yeah. like, people not following through with what they're saying, number one, and then also, like, not telling me what's going on. Yeah. And I think, like, that goes off, like, with struggling emotionally, too. It's like, mm, again, I'm not your therapist. Like, yeah. if you're going through something, go seek help about it. Like, or, like, tell me, and then we can, then I can help you find the right person yeah. to talk through this with. Like, the worst kind of person is someone who is self-aware but does nothing to fix it. Yeah. That is the worst kind of person. It's just, like, you're literally just going to, like, oh, well, say la vie. I'm like, no, like, fucking own up to your life. Like, yeah, like, he would, like, he, he said that for years. And just and never like, followed through. And, like, things would, like, kind of get better, and then. He would promise he would, change, and, and then, then it never changed. And then he'd be right back to the, I'm going through so much, and I'm like, what are you going through? Yeah. Like, I've been with you for four years, and you, like, don't, I don't know what you're going, like, what is happening? Yeah. And so it was very frustrating. Also, People who treat service workers poorly. I got to add that in there really quickly. Absolutely. I know we even talked to like about like a lot of serious stuff because most serious red flags are like very serious things. But I also think if you treat service workers, service workers poorly, like wait staff, people at stores, as somebody who has worked in the service industry for many years, if you don't tip well or you're rude to waiters or you're rude to people in stores, fuck you. Yeah. Like, no, I don't tolerate that whatsoever. And I don't. Like, I just don't have time for it because it's just a reflection of who you are as a shitty fucking person, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, I am so kind of staff. I always make – I'm very patient, too, even when, like, when service is bad because I know, like, that, that, that you live off these tips and everything. And I – like, on the first date, like, if I see a guy, like, when he pays for something, like, he – doesn't leave a good tip like that's something i hear at the back of my mind it's like mm, well you're cheap then or like there's something else kind of there it's just something i always keep in the back yeah, of my mind no i think that's i think that's a good point yeah um i don't know it's like a reflect like tipping is so i don't know like people that, people that live like leave oh my gosh people that leave like a dollar tip yeah. i'm like you just spent 35 dollars on your meal and you're gonna leave a dollar because it was poor service like they brought your food. Nothing was messed up. Yeah, it might have taken a little bit longer because this place is packed. But the wait staff has no. They like, don't control have control that. over that. Like they don't have control over how fast the cook cooks your burger. Exactly. Like, exactly. I don't know. It's just it's, and then like, I mean, I just hate when people are like are so demanding and like they don't like if you come in like for like a return or whatever. This is just me venting about my work now. <laughs> return and like i can't, i tell you that we can't do it or something like that and then you like bite my head off it's like this is corporate policy like i don't know what you want from me like yeah. i'm not a miracle worker i'm not gonna bend over backwards for you i'll call my manager my manager's gonna repeat the same exact thing that i'm telling you right now and then you pitch a fit about it if i see a guy ever do that oh my god that is like the biggest turnoff i've ever yeah. seen in my entire life like i, think I want it's nothing one, to do with you i think it's one thing if like you bite back at a service worker because they're rude to you yeah but like, if i'm over here being friendly but like if you're just biting back for no reason, then I don't like that. Like, you're just throwing a tantrum. You're not going to get your way. Stop it. Like, you look childish. No one trained you how to have proper manners, clearly. That's just what I see. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I feel like that, that's that been our, our take, like, on red flags, I think. I think we covered it. And I think, like, you know, basically, it's up to you to decide, like, if it's a red flag or a deal breaker. We've told you what we think is our red flags and how to handle them, like, which ones you should definitely fear from and which yeah. ones you should definitely, you know, just keep in the back of your mind. Um, they're not necessarily going to lead to a deal breaker, but you definitely should be aware of them um, just in case. And, you know, at the end of the day, too, I think talking about these things, like, if it does bother you uh, and you do want to stay with this person, though, just 
bring it up, but you don't always have to. They're a red flag for a reason. You're probably just seeing them on early on, so you can always dip out at this time, so it's yep. always perfect. <laughs> just don't ghost the person. Yeah, at least just like, let have them the know. decency to just tell them. Just let them know. Yeah. So I think our survival <laughs> tip for this week, um, I'm taking it from Bojack Horseman because I think it's the perfect quote, which is when you look at someone through rose-colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. I definitely think that is something that you have to make sure that you're not looking through those lenses. Yeah. That you're seeing the person for who they really are because the image you have projected in your head is not always what is right in front of you. And so I think that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also, like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social medias, which will be linked um, below in the description. Also, again, leave us a review on iTunes. We love reading them, and we appreciate your support. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.